is just an introduction before we blow your mind. We step up in your function and put in overtime. I'm not a workaholic, but I'm always on my grind every day. Cause that's the only way I'm gonna shine. Anyway, I had to put this beat over this rhyme just to remind my people of a much simpler time when we play video games and ball sports with overall short, short fades on ball courts. For me, it was the 90s. For you, it may be different in your mind frame, but the time frame ain't specific. We was always just kidding back when we was just kids. We never had to question our lives. We just lived just cause. Why were we happy? We just was. Maybe the reason is cause all we needed was just love. And uh, some of us got that. What do you call that? Well, back then, we would call it all that. Much apologies and welcome back to uh, Death Cakes Podcast. Yeah, yeah, you know, quite a few things. Uh, you know, we've already gone over it in some of our uh, special editions, and I mean the full and postings or what have you. Mm-hmm. You know, had a lot of things that kind of set us back. So this is us getting the ball rolling again in our midsummer, early fall movie <laughs> block. <laughs> Yeah, which um, I mean, it's not since we're about a month and a half into summer. Um, it's just gonna be our movie block with a little extra pulp. Yeah, yeah, we're calling this pure premium pulp. Yeah, and go ahead. No, just you know, I guess you were gonna say why that is. Yeah, why are we calling it that? It's because the movies that we have selected this year are movies. Um. That feature properties that were big in the in the twenties, the thirties, the forties. All of those those properties from um, the pulp, the pulp novels, the dime store novels, yeah. uh, the pulp comic books, yeah, the radio serials, the 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 television serials, mm-hmm. even like uh, I guess you know back in the days before movies. You know, or you know, uh, in front TV. of. Well, yeah, too that too. But I mean, like you know, in front of movies, they would show like a serial. You know, before the actual the main attraction. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna do a set of movies that are all in that theme, and honestly, I mean. We probably should have held off on Dick Tracy because Dick Tracy would fit right in with with this group of movies. Yeah, it totally would, you know, but I mean, one, we didn't know we were going to do this again the next year, and two, well, yeah. We, we and two, we're, we we're kind of full. Yeah. Let, let's be honest, because yeah, we. this one? Oh, yeah, yeah, we packed this one. Yeah, because we've got four movies for the Death Cakes podcast. And first time ever, we're going to have a movie. On No Jibba Jabba FM, that's going to be part of this block. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, and uh, I'm in his fool. That'll be part of this block. Yeah, yeah, which we usually don't uh, cross we, streams in such a way like that, you know, as far as the theme. But yeah, it's we gonna happen. rarely do movies on I'm in the fool. If you listen to our past episodes, we've only done we one. one. We've only done one, and that was enough. But um, this one fit in and. The only reason we're putting it in I'm Any the Fool is because it came out in the 2000s, so we couldn't yeah. ha- add it in our block here. Yeah, so, you know, you'll just have to keep listening along to uh, know what that is. But, uh, which one are we getting to tonight? 
<laughs> well, if you remember way back during our our developer diaries, we uh, alluded to it at the end in the pilot redux. Um, if you haven't heard it, we are doing the seminal '80s quote unquote classic. Uh, I don't know if you call it seminal or classic. <laughs> <laughs> But it's 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 something. It is, of course, Flash Gordon. say it, it's a cult classic and and this that and the other I think people haven't actually seen the movie in a long time they they just remember the soundtrack oh because yeah. the soundtrack to this movie is incredible yeah you know it, uh, it's it's by Queen by the way yeah and then the scoring was by somebody else I forget who um, but yeah Queen did the soundtrack and I mean it it, 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 it fucking rocks you know it you know, uh, but I just remember, you know, I, I myself, have you seen this movie before? I saw it back in the 80s. Okay, see, I've never seen it. I, in fact, I hardly, I really am not familiar with Flash Gordon at all, other than in name and kind of, sort of know uh, the character, but I don't know a lot of story about it. In fact, the only thing... Uh, Flash Gordon that I really even remember having as a kid was uh you remember Viewmasters? Mm-hmm. In fact, uh, if you guys have seen Jurassic World, you know the uh, the younger younger uh, brother at the beginning. He's looking at a uh, looks like binoculars, but they're not. And has like a little 
Not even the film strip. It's like a slide, a slide reel, basically. That yeah. you uh, click. It has pictures in it. And sometimes it's just pictures. Sometimes they tell a story or what have you. And, yeah, I had a bunch of those. And my Uncle Marty, uh, he gave me a bunch of them. And one of them, I had no idea what it was. It just looked like a comic book of some sort. And, I know. And it didn't look it didn't look familiar to me at all. This is like what 1986, 80, 80, you know, 85, 86. And I showed it to my dad. He's like, "Oh, Flash Gordon." And I count who's Flash Gordon. I don't, I don't know, but you know. And honestly, that's the only exposure I ever had to Flash Gordon. Yeah, and just a little backstory if you don't know, Flash Gordon was created in uh, 19. 19- 34, it was a comic strip originally drawn by Alex Raymond. Um, and Flash Gordon basically, it is, well, in the original version, Flash Gordon was a, a polo player for Yale University because it was the 30s and polo was the sport of the day. Uh, he is. Was it really? Yeah. Yeah. At Yale? Oh, well, yeah, I guess at Yale, but I mean, Enough so that the a comic book writer or you know pulp novelist would say, "Hey, yeah, this will really would, get the youngins." I would say Polo was probably. I mean, it, it, it was the the rich man's sport, but I would say, you know, it, it was one of those sports that was more widely played because football hadn't really caught on. No, I but think. I mean, really, the sport of the day, you know, really all over the world was boxing. You know. But then again, I guess you well, I mean, I guess having a boxer as a, uh, you know, turn, turn into some type of space hero is no more far, far-fetched than a polo player. But I don't know. He didn't go boxing. He went polo. He went college polo with that. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he is kidnapped along with, uh, with uh, his companion, Dale, and a scientist named... Uh, Dr. Hans Zarkov, and he's kidnapped by this alien called Ming the Merciless, um, and basically he he is trapped in space and has all of these space adventures. It was actually created to sort of compete with Buck Rogers that had come out a little bit before. Now, stop right there. Has Buck Rogers ever had a had a movie? No. Only uh. thing Buck Rogers has had media wise is the TV show and a badass Sega Genesis game yeah well yeah that, that <laughs> Sega Genesis game is an extension of the uh, the he had, had a whole role playing system se- series that was that was uh, based around him that they made the game off of ah never knew that yeah it, it was one of it, it was I would say it, it was popular because they made a game out of it but it was one of the big ones I would say in the eight, late 80s early 90s hmm. yeah I mean but I just remember you know uh, the show the Buck Rogers TV show and that seems to have a lot more, well you know no I can't even say that I can't even say that because uh, I know it's people older than us and maybe some even our contemporaries who you know know, know they're, they're fans of Flash Gordon and whatnot. you know it just kind of missed me or whatever, but I don't know. It just seems. It, it, I feel like more people know Buck Rogers, or uh, you know, remember that show, or, or you know, or Twicky the Robot, or something like that. You know, more so than 
Flash Gordon yet. It didn't have a feature film. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, Flash didn't really have that much other than there, there was a live-action serial in the 50s. And then there was a cartoon from 79 to 80. And then the movie came out yeah. in 1980. And then other than... And then a couple this movie effectively killed it. More or less until the... Uh, until the 2000s. Yeah, or no, the... When was that show? Because Sci-Fi tried to bring it back. Yeah, 2007, 2008, Sci-Fi tried to bring it back. And it failed. Yeah, I... In, in trying to do some research, I got a little synopsis of that. And that sounds nothing like what Flash Gordon ever was. I don't know what they were thinking there. And, uh... But yeah, this movie effectively killed... <laughs> Flash Gordon is any kind of pop culture uh, icon or like you know anything going forward because spoiler alert this movie sucks but uh, we, we you know we're getting ahead of ourselves yeah we're getting ahead of ourselves because the, this movie did actually win awards I don't know how <laughs> awards for what for effective use of colors I because um... that, that does have that going for it it's very colorful oh yeah it's colorful it won I don't know how it won it but it won a Saturn Award for Best Costumes, Best Science Fiction Film, Best Supporting Actor. Uh, so it had to be the Saturn Award for that year, 1980. Wow. Which they all must have been on acid because these costumes are horrible. <laughs> well, I kind of wish I was on acid to watch this. Well, you know, I don't do acid. But, you know, I, I and, uh, me and Quentin aren't really on, um, speaking, well, terms. on speaking terms right now. But uh, I think he would have loved this movie. Yeah. Yeah, but let's uh, let's quit let's quit dancing around the the topic and let's uh, jump in it. Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> what better way to jump in it than a big uh, clip art image of Earth and some crosshairs, and then just some random. Uh, does it, we actually tell us where this is. It's some kind of a supercomputer, some 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 sort of console where. It has all these natural disasters just labeled on it right there. Yeah, and you get this voiceover saying, uh, I mean, you don't know who it is at the time, but it, it's Ming saying, uh, what do you, do you have for me to play with today? And then uh, his number two is like, oh, we have this planet called Earth. And he's like, oh, okay. So then he, you, you don't see him, you just see his fingers messing with the buttons on this console. Yeah, and, okay. Did you just say he hasn't heard of Earth? Yeah. Yet one of the buttons that that on that console is Earthquake. So what did he ever, what did he think that meant the whole time he was uh <laughs> but both the whole time what's he his, wasn't knowing about Earth cuz what is this Earthquake? <laughs> I've never heard this word Earth. What is this? Yeah, cuz there's buttons for earthquakes, tornado, volcano. I don't know how you push a button and start a volcano. Yeah, just was it like Dante or uh, well maybe I mean maybe they foretold the movie uh the 1996 movie Volcano <laughs> I maybe that's how it happened may, now I could understand if if this was some sort of weather machine or some sort of gravity machine that you could push a button and it would shoot the earth and that effect would make earthquake but the fact that these buttons are so specific to specific natural disasters boggles my mind 
Yeah, why even make that at all? Why not just have him hit a button and just all this stuff happen? Yeah, and then my favorite button is the hot hail. <laughs> right, because what the fuck is hot hail? I don't know. Well, apparently it's giant pink chicken McNuggets that come flaming <laughs> from the sky and and they uh, knock into stuff. Yeah, and then right after we get that, that's when they cue the theme song. And folks, again, um, you know, since we are far behind, I'll give you a little refresher. Um, back when we kind of teased what we had coming up and I said, oh, this next thing we're doing, I started it and immediately thought, what have I done? Why? I really stepped in it this time, you know. What, what, and, and I was talking about this movie because then right after that happens, cue that theme song, and then all the stuff that's happening like in the in the uh, the opening credits, and I said, "Wow, this I'm in for a ride." Yeah, that theme song because because the first you're like, "Oh God, this is horrible." Then that theme song kicks in, and you're in it. I mean, you're you're pumped for for whatever this movie is gonna be. Yeah, but then I am treated instead to. Uh, this little charter plane some guys flying around and uh, yeah and it, they don't say where they are they're just in this or random, where they're going yeah they're just in this random field it doesn't even look like a regional airport or anything it's just a landing strip like, and yeah, you see <laughs> you see these two guys getting on the plane and um, it's it's a uh, flash and reporter Dale Arden yeah, and if you couldn't tell who was who, Flash has it emblazoned across his chest on this uh, this T-shirt of his. <laughs> well, I, I mean that's not too much different than than uh, athletes now. Well, athletes now wear their team, uh, or their, their if, team if they've got like, a clothing line, they they've got their name on their shirt. Yeah, but they don't have like a Raglan style T-shirt with just their name airbrushed across <laughs> the imprinted that's, on it. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. then so he gets on and. Yeah, you know, and, uh, and Dale just, is sitting there. Oh, my bad. Well, I, I just want to say, this time, since, since this movie is made in the 80s and polo isn't a thing, they have turned him into a football player. He, he's right. the star quarterback for the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, he plays for the Jets. Um, I don't know. Maybe the writers like the Jets. Um, or maybe they hated the Jets. Maybe they thought Flash Gordon was lame and were trying to make a joke on the <laughs> Jets. I don't know. But... Uh, yeah, so he gets on the plane, and uh, Dale, who was, uh, I forget the actress's name, um, she's, she, you know, she's nervous about flying, you know, then Flash has a strike conversation, he's pretty much his ass, he's like, hey, I'm Flash, and she's like, yeah, it says so right there on your shirt. Yeah, and then he gets really creepy, he's like, I saw you at the bar last night, and I asked the bartender who you were, and it gets just... It's very stalkerish. Well, the thing is, she tells him, you know, I'm nervous. Well, I'm nervous about flying. Tell me something to keep take my mind off. And so he says that. She's like, "Well, you're just saying that to take my mind off." Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, he did very, very poor timing there. Yeah. Yeah. Smooth, uh, smooth delivery there, uh, Flash. Yeah, and as I said, you know, there's this hot hail coming down. And if you look outside, the weather looks, you know, the sky looks gray. It doesn't look great. But the pilot is more, con- the, the co-pilot is is focused on getting the plane off the air and getting through the weather. The pilot is more concerned about getting Flash's autograph 
for his son. Yeah, his son Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know the the plane takes off, and you know that they've hit some turbulence. Oh yeah, they hit some turbulence, all right. And then and then this hot hail comes down, and and I guess hits the plane, but then somehow the pilot and co-pilot disappear. Well, you know why that is? Because in all the you know the sky turns red. For whatever reason, I mean, that's I'm not flying through that. I'm la- I'm turning around. I'm 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 landing this thing. If I gotta land on its belly, if I gotta crash land this thing, I'm getting out of the sky. That's yeah, happening. be but like no. uh, be like Sully Sullenberger, crash that shit in the water. Exactly, but no, they're gonna they're gonna go on through it. They're just gonna power on through, and then uh, and then Ming, like this huge like image of Ming, just comes out and punches the plane in the front. <laughs> it flies toward the screen. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Again, Quentin, where you 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 would have loved this, but so the plane starts going down, all right, and then Flash is like, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to figure out what happened, and the uh the the the, the pilot and co-pilot they're gone, they just disappeared. Yeah, and then Flash has this sort of uh uh you know thrown off one line about how he was learning to fly a plane so then he gets in the pilot seat and he starts try- trying to fly this plane and he ends up crashing yeah cause, cause Dale asks him you know do you know how to land he's like uh I don't know about that but uh just pull up help me pull up so they, <laughs> so they try to do that now um while all that is going on um and I forgot to mention in the beginning you see this newsreel uh about all those strange weather happening all over the world and uh, the reporter even makes it a point to say that uh, they don't know what's going on, but this crazy crackpot scientist thinks he does. He got fired from NASA, by the way, so don't listen to him. Uh, you know, but but Zarkov, that's the, you know that's who they're talking about. He's watching it and he's like, "I've been right all these years." It's like all these years of what? This just happened like a second ago. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, it, it does come up later where Ming says that he's been watching Earth for a while, but it wouldn't have been in Zarkov's lifetime. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk about it more when we get there. And he but just I says, don't know how. "Yeah," and he, but but he says he's been right all these years. And come on, we're gonna go up and counterattack them. It's like, yeah, <laughs> this mo- motherfucker has built a, a spaceship in his basement. It's a rickety looking. It looks like like those bomb pops that you get from Ice Cream Man. You know, it, it's blue on the bottom and red and white on top. Oh, man. And this so, is that so he, scene out like, of, like, uh, Reno 911 where that one guy, uh, <laughs> he dropped his bomb pop and uh, someone made him drop his bomb pop. And he called the police about it. And, he, <laughs> and he's saying how he didn't get to finish it because, it, uh, like, yeah, your lips are blue. He's like, yeah, I didn't get to the blue or the white. <laughs> That's what this looks like. <laughs> Oh man! But um, anyway, so he he's talking to his his assistant, and he's like, "Does he Come have on. a name? I know he had a name, but I mean, he might as well just be Igor." Does. I didn't write it down. It's it's Igor, pretty much. Yeah, and he's like, "Come on, let's go to the basement because we're getting on on my ship, and we're gonna go and try and reason with these aliens." But and, again, and he, what does he know about these aliens, though? Like, and, and he's gonna fly up and do what? He's gonna reason with them and, and try and. They've got get a machine that's gonna that, that's, 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 that's dropping hot hail on the earth. What kind of reason could you? 
don't, I don't think these know. are reasonable people. Aliens, whatever you want to call them. I don't know. But, uh, you know, he, he, he and his, uh, partner go down, down in the basement and he's like, or the, the partner's like, I'm not getting on this thing, you know, rightfully so, because it looks like junk. But he's like, I'm not flying into outer space. And, and then Zarkov pulls a gun on him. <laughs> he's like, no, you're getting on this plane or, or on this ship because I can't pilot it by myself because so- someone has to be here to help. So you're getting on this, this thing. And he's, and the guy's like, uh, you know, I'm not going to do it. He's like, I will shoot you right now. And the guy's like, we're going to die anyway, so just shoot me. <laughs> because the Earth is coming to an end. Yeah, then right when that happens, that's when Flash Gordon crashes into the, uh, the side of the house. And so uh, the assistant, the Igor guy, I don't remember his name again, he's running off. But then he runs back in because the, <laughs> because the airplane is coming through the wall. But Zarkov, I guess he's deaf, partially deaf. He doesn't hear a crash in the side of his house. And he just sees Igor run back in. He's like, oh, you're back. Come on, let's go. He's like, no, look out there. And like, he's like, crash into the, the side. So, um, yeah. So, and then he, he takes that opportunity to get the fuck out of Dodge. He's like, you're this crazy man. I'm getting away. You know, planes crashing into the wall. I'm, I'm gone. So he, he, he exits. Yeah. So then, you know, Flash and Dale are unhurt. They, they get out of the plane, go up to the front door. Yeah, they took it surprisingly well. Yeah. Yeah, they they walk up to the front door and you know Zarkov answers the door. He, he's like, uh, you know, who are you? What what are you doing? Flash is like, hi, I'm Flash. See my shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he's like, can we use your, your phone because our plane obviously has just crashed into your house. And Zarkov is like, oh yeah, yes, yes, come on in, come on in, come downstairs. My phone is downstairs. So he takes him downstairs and starts walking him into the ship and and. And Flash and Dale are like, are you sure well, it's in here? He's like, oh, yes, yes. The thing about this whole scene, though, is he's got that gun. Because he had the gun pointed at his at, at his buddy. Now, they come walking in after they get out of the plane. He doesn't throw the gun. He doesn't, like, stash it anywhere. He just holds it behind his back the whole time. Like, oh, don't don't, don't bother looking back there. That, 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 I'm not holding anything. Just, uh, yeah, you, I'm sure you want to use my phone. It's, uh, it's right there. You know, right when he's, like, he's, he's, he's nudging them toward the, uh, Toward this, the, this this makeshift spacecraft. Yeah, and so then he he gets him in there, and then you know, of course they're starting to get suspicious, and and he slams the door closed, and he's like, "You're going to space with me." <laughs> yeah, and then and, and, and Flash and Dale are like, "Wait, no, we're not." Um, so then he whips out the gun again. He's like, "Oh no, you're going to space with me." Now you two sit down. Dale, or he, he didn't say, say her name. He was like, you sit there. You have to put your foot on this pedal. And do not take your foot off of this pedal while we ta- take off or we'll all die. Now, Flash acts like he's going along with this. But then he tries to take off running out the door. And then the guy pistol whips the fuck out of Flash and then throws him into a launch button by accident. Yeah. Yeah, so now the, the thing is definitely taking off. And Zarkov's like, no, you put, we, it, it, it's too late now. Get your foot on the pedal. Don't take your foot off the pedal. Now, now Flash, you hit this button way over on this side of the ship. <laughs> so yeah. all the but- buttons to control this thing are on two different sides of the cockpit. <laughs> Very bad. I mean, you know, I guess, you know, you, you use what you have to, you know, when you have a homemade spaceship. But, I mean, it seems like he really, 
was contingent on the fact that you know on the idea that someone's going to go along with him. Yeah, I don't know why, but because uh, uh, no one wanted to. Obviously, he had to trick them into going or pull guns on them to get them to go. And even that didn't work because the guy, you know, he was going to take that bullet. Oh fuck yeah! And so, um, and then another thing, there's a line where he tells them, uh, he tells them to buckle in, or else the G forces will kill us. But it's like, yeah, but what about what, what about helmets? Doesn't exposure to deep space kill you? With no, with yeah, nothing well, to breathe? you would think. You would think. Because that, that ship didn't look too shielded for the radiation going through the atmosphere. Well, no, I mean, it's homemade, man. It's made it out of, like, you know, garbage can lids and and, 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 and bomb pop wrappers. Yeah. But anyway, they, they take off. They escape the atmosphere. And... Don't know how they did it without burning up in the air. I, I don't know either, but, but they do. And then they... Apparently, because in space, you can take a sharp left. But they take a sharp left... And they fly towards this, it's like a black hole, but it's pink. It's like a, a swirling vortex thing that's just in the middle of the sky. It's more clip art. Yeah. And they, they fly to the clip art. They, they fly through, it's like a screensaver, basically. And they, they fly through the screensaver and there's lots of colors and, you know, it, it's a... It's a stoner's dream there for a couple seconds while they fly through this this wormhole, and they they crash land on the planet Mongo. Yeah, Mongo, now, home of Ming the Merciless. Yeah, and they just so happen to crash land at his palace, mm-hmm. and they walk in, and this is where I got this. This is where I stopped one time. I, I you know the first time I watched the movie, I like I can't take any more of this. <laughs> you know, by the way, uh, okay, so uh, I'll get to that later. But I just, I had to stop. I really did. I was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this later. I'm, I'm, I'm done for the day. My brain hurts. They walk in. They see all of these people. And the scientist just says, oh, they must be. I, they, these are oppressed people. They're waiting to start a revolt. And they need someone to lead them. Like you, Flash. Like, where the hell did you get all this information from? Yeah, well, even because I mean, because he was then. right to a point, but I mean, he doesn't. No, no, nothing about that suggests this. They don't even know where they are. Yeah, but before then, you know, they get they get um, when they crash, they get found by Ming's guards wearing this weird like space samurai armor, <laughs> which is really weird. It looks they look like. At the end of Masters of the Universe, when, when Skeletor gets the the power of Grayskull and he turns gold, he's got that gold face. Oh yeah, when he got the new hat. Yeah, it, they they're all wearing that same gold skull hat and then red space samurai armor. You know, I'm glad you said that. You know, because I was thinking, and, and this this happens way ahead, but there's a scene where um they're on these like little uh air bikes basically so, so if you want to call it that like 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 sky scooters mm-hmm. and that happened in he-man also in the masters of the universe movie i'm wondering now they said that the masters of the universe really that that director was actually trying to make new gods and he didn't have the license and so he tried to he tried to he tried to make new gods out of he-man basically but i mm-hmm. think he, he cribbed a whole lot from flash gordon too because that's like two things right there oh yeah yeah i would definitely say that 
But um, anyway, these guards take them into the palace, and there's this ball thing that's that's hovering above them that I guess translates for them. Yeah, it's kind of like a kind of like Eddie the iBot from um from uh, Fallout. Yeah. Yeah, so it, it is floating over them, and it tells them, you know, do not deviate from the path, just follow me, we're going to go, you know, to the throne room. And as we're walking through the the palace, we, we get the glimpse of some of these wonderful costumes. You see this lizard man that has escaped. <laughs> and it is the worst costume I have ever seen. It looks like a... Like middle school play costume because it looks like a cheap dime store Kermit costume, full body Kermit costume, but his mouth is open perpetually and in the open mouth, that's where they have a face painted uh, you know, the, the actor's face is there but they have the face painted red and then they have these big like fake googly eyes on them Oh, so their eyes it, are yeah, actually in the mouth. Talking about, <laughs> it, it, it's some of the ugliest stuff I have ever seen. And I, I guess the lizard man is where he wasn't supposed to go. It looks like the love child of like something out of Sid and Marty and the Letter People. Yeah, it's bad. And and the ball's like lizard man, you're out of your designating area, and then disintegrates him. And yeah, so they don't fuck around up here. Yeah, so that's when Zarkov says, you know, oh, these are oppressed people and they need someone to lead them and blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, so then we... I mean, get in- that, okay, that explains it a little bit, but it's, again, he seems to know way too much, you know, and that's just this movie, like, compensating for just shit writing. Yeah, so then we, um, we get into this throne room and it's all of these different, like, delegates from, from other planets around Mongo, or no, I guess they call them the moons of Mongo, have all shown up for Ming, yeah, and, and they're all there to, to give tribute, and I don't, there's some sort of backstory that is probably in those original stories that I don't know anything about, but there's this this uh, contingency of Hawkmen, then there's these Robin Hood looking guys, and then there's these these black guys and sort of this pseudo space Zulu warrior here <laughs> and they all hate each other for some reason so uh, you know they're, they're giving their tributes and blah 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 um, the uh, the leader of the of the, the black tribe or whatever planet they're from is like, oh, I, well, I didn't bring a tribute today. <laughs> and so he's yeah. like, he's like, um, instead of, of whatever, I am here to tribute my loyalty. So Ming comes out and Ming is like, okay, well, fall on your sword. He's like, wait, what? <laughs> he's like, well, if, <laughs> if you're, you're loyal, then, uh, take out your sword, stab yourself with it. And so he he steps up onto the 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 platform with, with Ming. He starts to draw a sword, and he's like, "I'm doing this for my people." And as he's drawing it out, he yells, "Death to Ming!" And Ming's little dragon ring thing freezes him in place, 
Ming takes the sword from the guy, stabs him, pushes him down the stairs, and he, like, turns into smoke. And at that point, I was just like, what the hell were you thinking? Like, you think no one's tried that before in the history of Ming? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah okay. Yeah, I don't get it. But, um, then, oh, forgot to mention his second in command has also come out. Oh, um, yeah. Is it Clytus or Cl- uh, Cly- Crichton? Clytus? Uh, Clytus. Yeah, it's Clytus. It's Clytus. He's looking like a cross between MF Doom and Skeletor, but with a gold mask. And see, that's what I call because, like, on his chest, he's got, looks like, looks like a Freemason logo. Yeah. And I call it, <laughs> so, like, in my notes, I would just prefer, I don't, because I couldn't remember Clytus when I was, uh, watching this and do, when, it, when I wrote the notes, and so I just kept calling him MF Mason in the notes. Yeah, I, I was calling him MF Skeletor. <laughs> just basically, because he got the black hood like, like Skeletor does in, in that first movie. Yeah, again. Okay, that's number three right there. <laughs> but anyway, um... So, so, wasn't it, was it episode 28? What, what episode was that? Bastards of the Universe. Uh, 26. 26, okay. Maybe, I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah. But, um... Anyway... So they're standing. So Flash and Dale and Zarkov are standing there and have have watched this guy die. And Flash makes a comment about how they're they're evil or something. And the Ball Droid hears it and then says it says it like really loud. Yeah. So everyone can hear. It. And Ming, of course, is like, well, who said that? And Clytus says, oh, well, this these people from Earth that that we found outside. And he starts look. Uh, Ming starts looking at Dale, and I, I mean, she doesn't look all that. Uh, she's in, you know, a, a suit. You know, she's she's in like a, a '80s business, uh, '80s women's business suit with the big shoulder, shoulder pad pads, yep. jacket, and you know, a, it's a skirt, but it, it comes it's below the knee kind of skirt, you know. It's nothing all that fancy, but he is in love with her all of a sudden, and he takes that dragon ring and shoots her, and her body, the outline of her body turns red, and Dale puts her hands in the air, and she's waving her arms all around like like she's having an orgasm or something. Yeah, she's just in the throes of it, like, off that ray. Yeah. And <laughs> he's like, I need one of those for my purse. Yeah. And so Ming's like, okay, well, you know, I must have her. And, you know, who are these other people? And he says, I'm, you know, Flash is like, well, I'm Flash from Earth and blah, blah, blah. And so he he has decided that he he is going to kill Flash. He's going to he's going to make Dale his new his new sex toy. And then since Zarkov is a scientist and knows about Earth, he's going to you know turn him into a well, not a spy, but he's gonna brainwash him and turn him into a soldier, basically. Yeah. Um. The problem with that logic being this brainwashing, they actually, uh, they they, they actually take him to wipe his mind clean, which is what they say. So if you wipe his mind clean, doesn't that take away all the knowledge that you wanted out of him? You would think. So yeah, that happens. But, uh, but before we get there, <laughs> but Flash isn't having any of that shit. So. So when, when Ming sends the guards down to uh, to 
she take Dale, uh, Flash gets in front of her, and Flash starts fighting these guards. And uh, well, he doesn't really fight them. Well, he tries to. No, but he what gets he does, his ass kicked. What he does is start playing football. No, not yet, because he, he's getting his ass kicked by these guards. So then Zarkov takes um, this ceremonial, oh, yeah, yeah, okay. like, like giant Fabergé egg that just happens to look like a football, and all of a sudden Flash like activates, <laughs> like a, a button got pressed, and now all of a sudden he's playing football. Yeah, and, and but but here's the problem. First of all, he's the qu- he's the quarterback, and no, this was the '80s. Um, rushing quarterbacks in the NFL not really a thing, Mm-mm. and especially not a white quarterback. So yeah. let's not even let's not even talk on that level. But uh, so he starts running, and then he starts throwing the uh, throwing the egg. You know, like you said, this is that we don't even really know what it's supposed to be, but it's a fucking football, and so they take it. He's throwing it, and what it really is, see, and this is where I say, you know, up your screenplay, because they're really just trying to hammer home the fact that he was a football player. We really didn't need this need this scene at all, because nothing would have been accomplished here. Like, if they would have had him, like, you know, let's say, let's say they surrounded him to go take him down to the chambers or whatever, and then he ran you know football style through there in an attempt to escape that's one thing but he really he just kind of starts playing keep away yeah and he, he's basically running in a circle and he's he's stiff arming dudes and everything and then but, as he's knocking him down Clyde is, is like is like you know you motherfuckers get over here and <laughs> and Clyde is like he's playing some sort of earth game now look at his stance and you stand like that and you do what he does now, so why then, does he know that? They just they, they just they just learned what Earth was like 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 ten minutes ago. I don't know. But then he so so then all the the guys they line up like a football line like a uh, defensive line. Oh, they get like the they, they get nickel they get to uh, prevent. Yeah, and so and so then you know Flash starts playing quarterback and he's looking for his open guy and then he just throws this this. Fabergé football at some dude's head and hits the soldier. So then, you know, we can chalk this up to. I just it just kind of dawned on me because um, we didn't mention this in the beginning. This is another Dino De Laurentiis air quote classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if you guys were here with us for uh, Red Zonia, that's another one of his. Uh, Italian director. Maybe this is you know <laughs> in you know 1979, 1980 when they were filming this. Maybe that was the Italians' understanding of what of what American football really was. Maybe they just didn't know. I guess because 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 this is not football, huh? And you know another thing, uh, I also forgot to mention this is that Flash Gordon he talks really like I mean there's nothing inherently wrong with his voice, but the whole time I was watching this, I just felt like something was wrong, like. Was off. Yeah, it was something was off. It like didn't seem like you know this voice is coming out of this guy all the time. Like something something was wrong. Just the inflections that you would think would be there while you're on set, they're not there. And it wasn't until after I'd already seen it and done the research that I realized it, or when I learned that uh, Sam Jones, who plays Flash Gordon, he got into a dispute with the directors 
and or you know with De Laurentiis and so they already had the movie shot too late to recast him so what they did was they clipped up all of his fucking dialogue and dubbed him over with somebody else yeah a lot like they were making a spaghetti western but <laughs> but instead of, but we you know w- without the purpose of you know translating the language they just redubbed all his lines with another actor Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah we never actually hear this guy say, say a word and then no. another and then, and then one more thing is that um, just a side note here is that uh, another reason why this movie failed uh, and I mean you know box office this thing bombed is because it couldn't promote it properly either because Sam Jones you know with his dispute he wasn't you know he, he wasn't on the payroll anymore they couldn't have him promote the movie and so they had to use Max von Sydow who plays Ming for all the promotions so they're promoting the, the, the bad guy the whole time and just confusing the hell out of anybody who was actually interested in seeing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so, a... so this really was a this, this movie was a mess. Like even much more than even more so than well, I don't know, it's debatable, you know, which one was a bigger mess as far as like trying to get this thing off the ground, Flash Gordon or Red Sonia? Flash Gordon. <laughs> Definitely Flash I mean Gordon. it feels like you know I mean you know, they wanted to make Conan with flat with with Red Sonia, and they went for the next best thing. This one, they had their property and just totally fucked it up. Yeah, but anyway, but this anyway. Is a side note there. Anyway, um, the as he's do, doing this stuff, he he would throw the Fabergé football thing away. And for whatever reason, there were a whole bunch of them there that they were giving as tribute. So Zarkov would take another one and throw it to Flash. Yeah, because that's, that's how Flash football would, is played. Yeah, Flash would, would throw it and knock out somebody else, and then he he got another one. And about on the third or fourth one, Zarkov missed and hit Flash in the head and knocked him out. Yeah. Oops. Yeah. So then that's how they capture Flash. Now, in the meantime, Ming has a daughter. Whose name I forget. Uh, Aura. Aura. Yeah, that's right. And she is. I don't know how to put it delicately. She uh, gets around. No, totally. I mean, <laughs> she, this is not even. Uh, let's not even beat around the bush. Ha, yeah. No pun intended. Look, <laughs> she she has uh she has a a, a betrothed, I guess, or she's betrothed to somebody. Yeah. She's got somebody else in the like in the rankings that she's banging, and then she also wants a piece of Flash. Yeah, she wants Flash bad. So, so after Flash is captured, she goes to the the uh, doctor who performs all the executions for Ming to to uh, give Flash like something. That, that that will would actually knock him out instead of kill him. Yeah, because because and and let's talk about Ming here real quick. We really didn't get it. You know, we know his name's Ming the Merciless. He's the the Emperor, the Tyrant. I guess mm-hmm. you know he's got everybody slave. But uh, he's basically a stand-in for Hitler. I mean, if uh, you really look I at don't... this man, he comes. Well, well, they, you know, everybody Heil Ming. They're all throwing up the. <laughs> <laughs> throwing up the Heil and everything and he comes in and you know um, 
and then uh, and then uh, you know he wants to kill Flash. What does he do? He says he's going to give him the gas chamber. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll I'll give it to, to you in this movie, but you know the original main. Oh no! Is, no, no. Is definitely more of a of a, a Chinese sort of yeah hence stereotype. The, hence the name. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, but in, in this movie, in this, he's definitely very Hitler-esque. Yeah. And I mean, again, I mean, this, this, this I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't want to upset any, any, any of our uh, Italian listeners here, but I mean, weren't they on the? They were on the side of Germany in the in the wars, weren't they? Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, with that, and you know, it's Italian directed movie, and uh, all this, all the, all this Hitler imagery they keep throwing around. I've, I've, I've never trying to make a political statement there. I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to do. I don't know, but anyway, you know, she she convinces the, this doctor to to save Flash's life, and the doctor's like, "Oh yeah, okay, but you'll be at the the, the pleasure planet next weekend, and, and we'll <laughs> the we'll have our our uh, our usual two Tuesday fuck session." And she's like, "Oh yes, yes, just just do this, and I'll I'll see you whenever, you know." The pleasure planet. I mean, or can you whatever it was, it was? It was called something, wasn't it? Or, her no was it her she had, had her own private planet or her own like her own little oasis place that, that she goes to is the whole pla- planet of people that she's uh, making the rounds with I, I know they mentioned it that she had, had her own little palace <laughs> somewhere <laughs> her own little oasis yeah <laughs> Yeah, but um, anyway, so so he gets this this uh, stuff that'll knock him out instead of killing. Um, he gets the gas chamber, and and Dale and Zarkov see see this happening. And they're sad and they're crying and blah blah blah. Yeah, and then next stop um, they go to wipe uh they go to wipe Zarkov clean. Well, before that, you see. You see them down. You see uh, Aura and the Doctor are down where they keep the bodies, and they open up this uh, this coffin and inject Flash with this other stuff to wake him up. So now he's awake, and they have have given him some some clothes, like a pilot's uniform, I guess is what they called it. Yeah, it's a little bit closer to uh, closer to what he wears, like in the comics. Yeah, you know. Yeah, you so know, then, they make him just the Flash Gordon T-shirt. So then they escape, and as they're escaping, they, they go by this room where Clytus and this woman that looks a, whose costume is very similar to what Evil Lynn's costume looks like <laughs> in the Master of the Universe movie. Are, Episode twenty-six, are by the way, you were right. Yeah, they're getting ready to wipe his mind, and. Um, before they wipe it, they have to like look at it. So they they point this ray at at Zarkov's head and start playing back his memories. And Ming and and Claudius are standing there. And since Zarkov is Jewish and w- was alive during World War Two, you see you know flashes of of uh, young Zarkov. I'm assuming in Germany during during the war and you see him running and then you see you know news clips from like uh, 
was the the Nuremberg March or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know that that big march that that he had. Yeah. Uh, and you see Hitler and stuff, and and then uh, was it Clytus or, or me that goes, oh, no, he had potential. Well, you know what? I think it was actually Clytus who said it. But see, this is what I'm talking about, guys. It, it it's like it's like if you weren't catching all the imagery beforehand, it's like okay, we'll spell it out for you. We'll come out and say it. Hey, this is this is a this this is this is all Nazi homages we're making with this movie, guys. Yeah. Yeah, and as they're playing this back and erasing his mind, uh, Ming tells tells Zarkov that I test I test your your I test your planet every thousand years to see um, if you guys notice that I'm the one that, that, that's fucking with you guys. Now, time out. And well, no, finish your thought. Now I'm gonna jump in here. Well, I was gonna say, and and then he says when you do. That that's when I just I decided to destroy your planet. Now, which makes no sense. Now, I test your planet every thousand years. So he knows about Earth. At the beginning, he didn't though. Was that supposed to be a thousand years ago? Unless he um, unless he just forgot about it from the last thousand <laughs> years. Thousand that, oh, years. Yeah. I guess after a thousand years, I might forget about shit too. Yeah. So. This is what I'm talking about, folks. This this movie, I mean, it just they just didn't give a fuck, Mm-mm. you know. Just like just just make sure it's bright and colorful. We'll we'll you know we'll hammer out the rest. Of it. We'll cross that bridge when we get there, folks. Yeah. So um, it cuts now to Aura and Flash in Aura's like his private shuttle. Yeah. And and. This- and- <laughs> <laughs> and she's, you know, he's trying to learn how, how to fly a spaceship, and she is damn near giving him roadhead. I mean, I mean, talk about hammering it home again, no pun intended. You know, the same thing. You know, they are, is exactly what you said. It's exactly what, what's going on. She hops on his lap, you know, straddles his lap, and then is. You know, she's trying to teach him how to fly the plane, but then all this is and all her directions for words. flying this plane. <laughs> it's all code words for uh, just you know giving it to her how she likes it. Yeah, she's like you, you, you steer with with with, uh, with the left hand. That makes it go go uh, up and down because that's how spaceships work. Yep. They go just straight up and down. Yeah, and then well, some don't go straight up and down. Well, yeah. And then if you if you uh, work this control up with your other hand, it'll make things go right and left. Yeah, you know if you kind of kind of ease it in there, work the middle, and vary well, up the strokes. It's uh, she says, says that she he says don't force it. You have to use your fingertips. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you gotta get you know. <laughs> Yeah, I so mean, this, they, you know, it, and, and this is the point where I had to stop. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And as I was like, all right, now who? I guess it was just that point where I wondered, like, who is this movie for? Because, you know, it's like the 1980s. Okay, I, well, I know who it's for. It's for the people who grew up watching or reading Flash Gordon. You know, the parents who have kids now. No, it's like, it, It's like, oh, now I've got... You know, uh, it's, it's kind of like what they do with, like, these Island of the Chipmunk movies, right? Like, it, uh, 
It's like, you know, no kid remember, no kid today knows what Alvin and the Chipmunks were, but their parents do. So like, oh, well, I want to take them to see this. And so they throw in all this shit in here for, for the parents. But like, meanwhile, I mean, I can't say that if I was, if I was a kid, well, I mean, you know, I was 1980, I wasn't born yet. If I was a little kid watching this, I can't say that I would know what was going on, but I would definitely... I definitely know something was going on, though. Something... This <laughs> is some, yeah. some mommy-daddy shit here. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, after she has, uh, taught him how to fly, she jumps in the other chair and says, I'm gonna call Baron, which is her, her fiancé, and I'm gonna tell him that we're coming. Yeah, and call Baron and we're <laughs> gonna do the wobbly H. Yeah. So, so she pulls this helmet thing down on top of her head. And she she says that this is like a telepathic helmet. And and Flash is like, oh, can I, I use that to talk to Dale? And she's like, well, yeah, but I'm not gonna show you. Yeah, you know, this is MMF, not 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 MFF. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, she um, she finally consents and and is gonna show Flash how to use it. So she puts the, a different helmet down on Flash's head, and Flash starts talking to Dale and saying I'm alive and stuff like that. And as he's talking, she uh, Aura jumps back on his lap and is now like kissing on his neck and rubbing his chest and stuff. Yeah. And, and so, you know, Flash in his mind is like, oh my god, this, you know, this woman is amazing. Yeah. And, and really Dale's like, what? Really hard. Dale's like, wait, what? Huh? And Flash's like, oh no, it's a bad connection. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 let's talk about this. Let's talk about this, tele- this, this telepathy. Because he, I mean, well, nah, nah, I'm not even giving the movie that much credit. This is stupid. Like, He's talking to her telepathically. He's like, hey, Dale, can you hear me? This is Flash. I'm still alive. Over. Like, he's talking to her like he's got a CB radio. <laughs> Walkie-talkie. Yeah, that's right. After everything he says, he says over. But, you know, again, he's not actually speaking. You see, you know, he's using his mind. So, all this is going on in his mind. So, while he's doing that, while he's talking to Dale, telling her I'm still alive, I'm coming back to get you, just hang on. Uh, Aura is, you know, doing her thing, and she's, you know grinding on his lap and, and sucking his neck and everything like that he's like he's like damn she makes my nature rise and, and Dale's like what and he's like oh no 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 bad connection <laughs> <laughs> now but then uh, I'm on there also on the other end Dale how does she know how cause to me I feel like if she if if, if voices of, of a dead man just started appearing in her head. I think I was going crazy. Yeah, and she had just gotten drunk or had drank something. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Because you know she they put her in the pleasure room, you know for yeah because uh, for Ming. They, they, yeah, and and Ming had, had her get all dressed up and stuff. And yeah, and so then his 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 other uh, his other sex toys come in. And they 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 say here take this. This is a Cosby cocktail. This will make it a whole lot easier. Oh no and, no uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> oh yeah, I guess it couldn't be because I actually told her up front what it was. Yeah. Shit. Oh. He 
didn't say he did it yet. So, <laughs> hey, well, he didn't say he didn't. It is true. But um, anyway, so so now Dale is is trying to escape, um, and another one of these handmaidens comes in with with another bottle of stuff, and and she's like, "Here, drink this. You're gonna need it because Ming is coming." And and he's into some fucked up shit. <laughs> so she's like, so Dale's like, uh, well, why don't you have some too? And she's like, oh no, I'm I'm a slave. I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to drink. And she was like, oh come on, come on, we're we're all ladies here. Let's let's just you know, let's have some fun. Isn't that what she's a slave for though? <laughs> I guess this is bad. And all this, uh, all this is like within scenes of each other, folks. So they just like, they just pulled the plug for a second and turned this into like softcore porn. Yeah. So then, so Dale gets this woman drunk, switches clothes with her, and throws th- throws the pillows all over her her uh, her face and stuff, and then escapes the room. Next scene is Ming. Walking as fast as he can down this hallway, he's got a little skip, skip in his step. You know, he he's a, I'm gonna get some booty, <laughs> get some booty, and he's just walking down this hall. He walks in the door, and he sees sees uh what he thinks is Dale just laying there. So then <laughs> he climbs up and stands on the bed, and he he uh, takes off his belt and drops it starts opening up his robe and then he he bends down because all you can see is is uh, the girl's legs right sticking out from all his pillows so then he starts like rubbing her her feet and her calves yeah. and gets up to her knees and starts shaking her thighs and moving his hands up and then he starts it looks like he, he's about to start spreading her legs yeah he's going all the way moves, up yeah yeah he moves the he starts moving the pillows out of the way and trying to pull the dress up and he gets to the face and he sees it's a slave and not Dale and so they sound the alarm and he's pissed he's like man I already did this like earlier today yeah yeah so so then they uh, they have what they think have successfully brainwashed Zarkov which that's a whole other thing we'll get into when that reveal happens. But they, they send Zarkov to find Dale, and then they're gonna have him trick Dale into into finding out where Flash is. Yeah. So so the the cameras are watching. What? Well. So wait, wait. So they don't they, they don't have Dale yet, right? Not yet. No. Okay. So they send Zarkov to go find to go find her to find her to go find out where Flash is is hiding. But well, I don't know. I, I'm just I'm, I'm just or, wondering why they would think rather, she would know. I I guess they 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 went just to go find her, and then as after he found her, then she said, "Oh, you know." Uh, Flash is still alive. Yeah, like, she is totally. Yeah, that's what happened there. She gave up yeah. the plan. Like you know, if she would have kept her mouth shut. They could have really pulled off the sneak attack. But she told them Flash last, so we expected them. Yeah, so Flash is alive. He's he's on uh, the moon Arborea with with uh, Prince Baron and and whatever the wife's name is, or the daughter's name is. 
Aura. Aura. So now the cameras have picked that up. Um, they think that they have programmed Zarkov to to uh, go to. What were they supposed to do? They're supposed to 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 uh, take her back to the cells. But then Zarkov says says uh, I'm pretending to be a spy. They have not brainwashed me because when they, they were erasing my mind, I just started thinking of math. But again, if they're erasing your mind, then that takes away everything you, in your brain. So how are you thinking of math or whatever? And how is that going to stop anything? No, if, it wouldn't stop anything. If you're thinking of math, then why are all your memories being played on the screen as they're erasing your mind? <laughs> exactly. It doesn't make sense. But it's then, good. but yeah, he gets on this rocket cycle with, with Dale, and they start flying away. And yep. You know, in the meantime, Aura and Flash are on this this moon Arborea with uh, Prince Baron, and of course Bar- Baron sees Aura and he's she's like a she's like, oh, I'm here to see you, but first I have a surprise. Flash comes walking out, and Dale's like, hey, what what the fuck? Yeah, he's like, uh, you know, he already knows that she had a little bit uh extra glow about her, a little spring in her step. He's like, hey, look, you, you know, you're oh, not like that knows. until after. Oh, wait a minute. And then here comes Flash. Like, oh, what the? Oh, he knows she messes around because he mentions it like all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's he like, did. He's so like, he... I, I know you mess around all the time and stuff like that. And she's yeah, like, didn't... well. Yeah. And then you call her a filthy bitch at some point. Like, he actually said that. Yeah. 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 Or no, she said. He called her a filthy lying bitch or something. <laughs> something about it. I don't remember what the dialogue was. <laughs> They're like one of the few curses that actually show up in this. Yeah, but then he he kisses her. He, he's like, but I love you anyway. And starts ma- ma- making out with her in front of Flash. And Flash is like, I don't really don't care. <laughs> you know, Flash is like, I, I, I'm with Dale. I really don't care what you two do. Yeah, I had to kind of sit there and took it. I didn't really want it. Yeah, he's like, I don't really want her, but she offered it. It was a long shuttle ride, so... You know, <laughs> so then Aura says, you know, I have to go home before my, my father notices. Um, I want Flash to stay here, because no one knows that he's still alive. He just needs a place to hide for a while. So, so yeah, Baron's like, okay, yeah, yeah, he can... Yeah, but unbeknownst to that, yeah, someone already, Big Dale already gave up the fact that he is still alive. Yeah. So, so, you know, cut to, um, now Flash has been put, I I mean, there's no, there's no, like, mid-scene. Flash is put into a cage and is lowered into the swamp. Like, right, as soon as Aura leaves, he's in this cage with more of these lizard men. And and uh, he's being lowered into the swamp. And then at the same time, that there's no real cut, you or no real patches of time. It's just the very next scene. Now Aura is back in the palace, and Clytus is whipping the shit out of her, trying to find out where Flash is. Yeah, except he doesn't realize she's into that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, and and Clytus kind of likes her anyway. So uh, he doesn't really want to hurt her too bad, 
No, I mean, you know, he's, he, he, I mean, and I don't think she's really into him, but he's figured, like, you know, hey, everybody else has had a turn. It's only a matter of time before I finally get mine, so let me just kind of, uh, I'm trying to play my cards right here, but at the same time, you know, I gotta, I gotta put on a show for the Emperor, so just, yeah, just yeah, bear with me here. Because, or, or it's like, uh, or he says, okay, you better tell me where Flatlash is, or I'm gonna use these. Uh, boar worms, and I'm gonna put them on your body. <laughs> boar worms, huh? And no, you're we're... not gonna like it. And and uh, or is like you can't do that. I am the daughter of Ming. Um, where's my father? Blah blah blah. And Claudius is like, well, I don't know. Let's ask your father. And he walks over to the, this mirror that was all black, and and uh, he he walks over to it and waves his hand. And light comes on, and Ming is standing there. He's got, like, <laughs> he's got this goblet thing, and, and he's eating out of it. It's like he's he, he's a he's got a bag of potato chips or something. He's just eating and watching. Yeah, he's yeah. kind of stuffing his face, stuffing his sorrows. He's like, you know, he got his hopes up for a piece of Dale. It didn't happen. So now he's just resigned himself, just popping potato chips. Yeah, and so so Clyde is like. You know, sir, can I, I use the boar worms? And he's like, whatever. I'm just right here now. to read the comments. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so so he uh, so you know he says okay, or starts cursing his name because you know that's her father, and he's letting this torture stuff happen. Um, and you know she starts screaming, get tortured. Cuts back again to Arborea, where Flash has escaped from this cage and has challenged Baron to a duel. And well, the first part of the duel, they have to go to this tree stump and just stick their hand in, and and there's like this scorpion thing that's that's in there, and if this scorpion bites you. You have to. So, someone has to kill you right away. Otherwise, the poison will drive you mad. And you'll, you know, just be in agony for, uh, I guess, hours. Yeah, and this 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 scorpion thing. It looks like it's like some 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 bizarre abomination of like claymation and paper mache. <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. So so then him and, and Baron. Go around and around this tree stump, sticking their their hands in these holes, and uh, you know, trying not to get get stung, basically. So it, they go through about four rounds. So then Flash decides to uh, stick his hand in, pretend he's he's uh, bit, and then um, he's like, oh. Oh my, my hand! I'm gonna die, Baron. Please, you know, uh, kill me now, now so I don't suffer. So Baron starts to pull his sword, and Flash is like, "I fooled you, Baron!" Jumps up, and they fight, and they punch, and it it happened so quick. Like he literally, he grabbed his hand, he he pulled his hand out of the stump, pretended to be hurt, started to go down on one knee. And as he's talk, talking and, and dropping down to one knee, 
He's like, oh, you know, please, Baron, end it now. Fool you, Baron. <laughs> just, you know, you know, jumps him, uh, takes the sword. Then he, he, you know, jumps off the platform, runs into the woods, and gets captured by this, I don't even know what it is. It's like a giant inflatable balloon thing that, like, swallows that, that... The, the balloons blow up around his body like it's holding him there mm-hmm. and and Baron Baron shows up and shoots the balloon and pops it basically it deflates and then they they are about or he, he's about to shoot Flash why you wouldn't just let the monster just eat Flash I don't know but he's about to shoot Flash then all of a sudden these Hawkmen show up and they they grab Flash and they grab Baron and take them back to the Hawk Moon or the Hawkmen Palace. Yeah, well, at least these Hawkmen can speak and communicate. You know, unlike Beastmaster. Yeah, because you know yeah. what their intentions are. Yeah, yeah, these guys actually talk, and so they're they're. Um, they're standing there and and the leader of the Hawkmen whose name is I forgot it was a weird name it is uh, I'm looking it up yeah well while he's looking that up I should also I guess we didn't mention that uh Baron is uh, Timothy Dalton. Yeah. Who was one of the Bonds. And uh, did this did this kill his career? Cause no, Bond came after this. Bond was after? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But his Bond? Yeah. I thought by now they were on to Connery. No, Connery was first. It was Connery first, then Roger Moore, then Timothy Dalton, and then um, what's his name? Uh, Brosnan. Yeah, Brosnan. Huh. Okay, I got my order all screwed up. Yeah. yeah you Sean, sure about that? Yeah, Sean Connery was the first 007, and he was only in like the first two or three pictures, and then it was Roger Moore forever. I don't know why I thought, okay, alright. And then Timothy Dalton, and then, and then, uh, Brosnan. Huh. But, um, the... No, no. Okay, yeah, yeah. Connery first. Then we had... Oh, wow. Wait a minute. David Niven? George Lazenby? Then you have Roger Moore, Dalton. Brother. Okay, yeah, it was, yeah, it was Dalton by now. Okay. Alright. There we go. Yeah. But anyway, the, uh, the leader of the Hawkmen is uh, named Prince Voltan. He's played by, by uh, Brian Blessed, who... Is kind of like the poor man's John Reese Davies. <laughs> I mean, the only other thing that you may know him from, he was the voice of Boss Nass from Star Wars Episode One, the leader of the Gungans. Yeah, I remember none of that. But that—that's the only thing that you would probably recognize him from right away. He kind of reminds me of a—I uh, well, I guess he really isn't. Uh, Maybe it's just the beard and the dark features. 
for whatever reason I kept seeing this guy and it kept reminding me of the uh, the dude from uh, the dude from Little House on the Prairie slash Highway to Heaven oh yeah I can kind of see that <laughs> <laughs> not not name. Michael Landon, but his, no, the other his guy, friend, yeah, 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 I can see that. But um, anyway, um, Voltan—that's the name. He he brings Flash and Baron to his his uh, castle, and he's going to turn them over to Ming in order to curry some favor. And he doesn't like Prince Baron anyway, so. Just as they're about to uh, to call Ming, Baron says, "Now wait a second. According to Ming's law, I can have a trial by combat before you do anything." And so he's like, "Okay, yeah. Well, who do you want to fight?" And he's like, "I want to fight him." And points to Flash. And Flash is like, "I don't want your lady. <laughs> Leave me alone." <laughs> But you know, he's like, okay, I'll I'll fight you. And as they're getting ready to fight, then Dale and Zarkov come in because the Hawkman had caught them earlier. So this is the stupid thing. So they're standing there about to fight, and and you know, Flash says you know hello, and he doesn't say I, I love you, but he he says uh, we would have had great looking kids together or something like that yeah but you know I'm just like where did that come from because you met her like what like three hours ago and half that time you were supposedly dead you haven't seen her since since then since yeah. you like first landed here so where, where, where are we getting kids and, and all this stuff from it's just... yeah cause he 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 looks at her because she's still in this Ming uh, pleasure outfit thing and he's like wow you look great maybe that's what it was man (laughs) we would have had great kids together maybe that's what it was she was in like the business dress before (laughs) and just like hey let's get a drink now he sees her like you know stripped down to this pleasure stuff like oh man you know I I guess so I don't know but then get up in that then she immediately makes the leap you can't die we're getting married Wait, no, he didn't propose to you. He just said, I bet our kids would look good together. Or, or I, I bet we would have good looking kids or something like that. Impending doom uh, emotions, that's all that is. Yeah. That's he, all I can talk it up to, because otherwise it doesn't make any sense. He didn't propose. No. He certainly didn't propose. He just said, we would have had great looking kids. Which, I mean, it... That's more of a pickup line than a, a any kind of marriage proposal or something. Yeah, at least in my mind. But uh, anyway, they start they start this uh, trial by combat. So in the middle of this of this castle, which is floating in the sky, there's this giant disc, and they, they both get on the disc. Uh, Prince Voltan throws a couple whips out onto the the disc. So they both got these whips, and they're basically just yeah. just snapping the whips at, at, at each other. Now, is this the only is this the only time in history where there's been a whip fight? <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of any other time I might have seen anything like it. I think so, because all that they're doing is snapping the whips in each other's general direction, 
you know, they, they do take a couple hits and, and, you know, their clothes get cut and their faces get cut and stuff like that. But, you know, it's really going kind of slow. So apparently there's this giant remote control and Voltan calls for it. He starts making the whole disc plate thing twist in a yeah. circle and yeah. then it starts to it starts to turn in a circle and then it uh, tilts back and forth. It kind of reminds me, that I feel like um, you remember that Gladiators ripoff back in like uh, 92 called uh, Knights and Warriors? Mm-mm. There was a show oh, for you guys who you don't we never heard of it. Don't we've never seen it. Uh, American Gladiators was kind of a big deal in the eighties and nineties, and then in ninety two, uh, somebody come up, came up with this. Uh, I guess this, this this bootleg version called Knights and Warriors, which had I mean exactly what it sounded like. It was all done with like mo- medieval motif, and uh, you know your uh, well the contestants were the knights, and they just had you know contestant uniforms on like like you see on gladiators but then the warriors they were dressed like 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 medieval raiders you know and they all had names like like pyro and plague and stuff like that okay so you don't remember this jay but there was a um there was an event where it was kind of like a you remember breakthrough and conquer in um in gladiators mm-hmm. or the i guess the conquer ring which is kind of like you know like greco-roman wrestling sort of but you're just trying to throw them out of the uh, little circle this is kind of the same thing, except you had to, except they're up on this like rotating disc, and like all the warriors are like, are, are, are they're, they're tipping and, and moving the disc the whole time this is going on. So they're trying to pin each other. Yeah, yeah. So they're trying That's to what do this that. looks like. And then it's still not going fast enough for the whole hand, so he hits another button, and these giant spikes. Well, I won't say they shoot up because they come up very slowly and then they come they they sink down very slowly then they come up very slowly and they sink down very slowly I mean it was there There was even a point in the, this fight as these spikes were coming up you could see a spike coming up right where Baron is about to put his foot and you see it sink back, back down so he can put his foot down yeah that's how bad this was but they're, you know, they're going back and forth, and they almost impale each other on the spikes and stuff like that. So, you know, it finally gets to the point, you know, they're fighting. Flash knocks Baron off. Baron's holding on by just one of these spikes. You know, he he's losing his grip. Flash takes a whip and wraps the whip around the spike, and then sort of repels down so he can grab Baron and pull him up. Why Voltan just didn't hit the button and turn all the spikes off and then they right. both slide off, I don't know. I was thinking the same thing and then you said it. So. Yeah, but then they they let him live. Or Flash lets, lets Baron live. And Voltan is like, well, why'd you do that? And he's like, because it's the right thing to do and, and we need allies right now so we can take down Ming. So, God. I mean, hey, everything that Vol- that that, uh, that uh, Zoltek or what, what was it? What the hell's the guy? I've just blanked on his name. Doctor Zarkov. Zarkov. Yeah, I'm getting Voltan and Zarkov like all confused and muddled. Yeah, Zar- is everything Zarkov was saying? 
you know it's yeah. all right coming it's, it's all like coming true which is why i said you know that was very uh it was just very rushed writing they did you know just kind of like spelled it all out for you in the front saying that oh yeah this is happening why do i know that well because because uh, we need to make a movie we need to speed it speed it up right <laughs> so so then um somehow oh i know be, because ming already knows that that flash is alive and now that they have figured out that flash is with the hawkman as well Ming has sent Clytus to go collect everybody. So Clytus shows up and and uh, it's like, okay, you know, Dale, you're coming with me. You have to get married. Voltan, turn over Baron and, and Flash and you'll be rewarded. So then Baron and, and Flash team up on Clytus. Uh, Baron, like, punches Clytus and then Flash does, like, a running tackle throws Clytus onto the disc, which still has the spikes sticking out of it. Clytus falls on the spikes and then when he dies, his um, children of the 80s that listen to this show will probably remember the toy. You saw him at Spencer's or in in like joke catalogs. It was a toy when you squeezed it the eyes would bulge out and the tongue would bulge out. Mm-hmm. That is exactly what Clytus's face does. His, he falls on the spikes and his tongue comes out and the eyes just bulge completely out of the, not just out of his skull, out of this mask so that they're hanging out of this gold mask. And it sits there for a second and then he dissolves into like black goo. Yeah, but no blood either. No, you know, no blood. Everyone, everyone dissolves into either like black slime or smoke whenever they're killed. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So, anyway, now Clytus is dead. So, um, somehow Ming has found out that Clytus is dead. So Ming comes in person. The Hawkmen have all evacuated. Ming has taken Dale and Zarkov back on his ship, and he tells he um, starts talking to Flash. He's like, "Okay, Flash, I'll make you a deal. Uh, you leave me the fuck alone, and I will I will make you the Prince of Earth, and you can be in charge of Earth and all this stuff." And Flash is like, "But you're about to destroy Earth." And Ming says, well, there, there'll still be you know, a few million people left, and you know, they're yours to command. Just leave me the fuck alone. And, and Flash is like, no deal. So, um, he gets left. Uh, Ming says, well, you know, well, fuck you, and just leaves him there so he can blow up the Hawkman's because I guess the the Hawkman don't have a, a planet; they just have this castle. Yeah, well, and he's gonna blow it up. It's weird, though. I mean, with this being his planet, you think he would have got rid of them a long time ago? You would, you know. But he doesn't, and and so he starts sending these uh, missiles at this place, and Flash kind of 
like a scene out of out of uh, uh, Empire Strikes Back at the end when Luke escapes. He's running down these. He's sliding down these chutes and then finds a rocket cycle in the basement and he takes off just as the place explodes. Yep, more He-Man stuff. Yeah, so he's on this rocket cycle. Everybody thinks Flash is dead again. Flash gets on the radio, and all the Hawkmen have landed down on Arborea. And, you know, they're just kind of sitting around, and, and Voltan is just... He looks bored. But he's like, oh, you know, I'm so depressed because, you know, our... our Planet building is gone, and <laughs> planet, um, planet building. Yeah, yeah. I I hate Ming, and Flash is dead. And, you know, all this stuff is wrong. And then you know, Flash comes in on the comms. He's like, "Hey, I'm on a rocket cycle, but I I need directions on where to go." Um, Fulton says, "Okay, I'll send you a, a tracking beacon." So they all get together. And they're like, uh, excuse me, they, uh, they make this plan where they are just gonna, going to bum rush the castle. Because it's gonna be wedding day and most of the people are going to be at the wedding, so they're going to, uh, crash the castle. Nope. So what they do, they, they send Flash out there on this rocket cycle. He gets just with the, in range of like the radar and stuff and you know the the Clytus' second in command the evil in looking woman is like we'll send a ship and, and catch Flash so they send a ship and as the sh- as the ship is going into this like storm cloud Flash has already been through the storm cloud he's waiting on the other side with all of these Hawkmen and that this is where you get I want to say the classic scene it, it's the only scene that I really remembered from this movie and it's the um, the clip that I played at the end of the uh, pilot redux developer diary where the theme start the theme song starts playing again as the ship is coming through the cloud oh yeah we didn't talk about like how you know, uh, every time they uh, cut the flash on that bike, on that on that uh, that rocket cycle, that theme song fires up. Yeah, and they are on this. Um, you know, they, they come through through this cloud, and the Hawkman attack, and that's when you get Voltan saying, "Die." So, these Hawkmen, in this really bad effect where you can tell they're just hanging from strings, and these these horrible wings are flapping very woodenly, very stiffly. Yeah, and I'll give them... I'll, I'll, I'll let it pass, simply for the fact that this was 1980 in Italy, after all. So, I don't expect the special effects to be awesome. Yeah, but when you know, they but, die? But, or when they... Well, 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 but well, but I was just gonna say, but but at the same time, Star Wars happened right before this, and no, he wasn't. You know, Dilo De, Dilo De Laurentiis is not George Lucas, nor that he's working with that kind of budget. But uh, I mean, there's a reason why. You know, hey, George Lucas, he wanted to make 
Flash Gordon. He couldn't do it, and so he made Star Wars instead. And, you know, as that story goes. And so I just think it's absolutely hilarious how, just, just, just how much in comparison, you know, by comparison, this thing just, just, it just shits all over Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah, and and when the, these Hawkmen are, are shot out of the sky and they die, they all make sounds like birds, but not like you would think a hawk, like a hawk screech. It's like it's like little tweets, and you know, <laughs> right? And at the same, but 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 also, I mean, they're they're people. Yeah, because you know, uh, it really wasn't until. Well, I mean, I guess, you know, because I, I guess it really wasn't until, uh, I guess, a repeated viewing that I realized that the Hawkmen were actually supposed to be part bird. I thought it was just, like, their armor, and they have, like, Icarus wings or something. No, they're, like, bird people. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't know that until I watched the second time, you know, but, like, that's what I thought before that. So, like, you know, the, so, so what are you talking about when they get hit and they start tweeting that's when I, I was really just like just, just just cracking up laughing I'm like what who, who who thought of that for the sound effect I don't know you know I don't know but you know as all of this carnage is going on it's just noise I mean I don't know if this is part of Queen's thing or if it was part of the score but the Flash theme song is playing but then in the middle of it it seems like there's a whole other song playing like a really hard gu- guitar riff it's just going and then you have the Flash music which is different and it's playing at the same time and they're just clashing into each other well you know what you know what that's about don't you what because someone already scored the movie they brought in Queen afterward. And most of this stuff got cut. But well, in this case, take- they just no, they left it in there, I guess, because they already paid him for, you know, so, so they had to use it somewhere. <laughs> I guess so, but don't play Queen on top of it because it's just it's just a, a cacophony of noise. And then I mean, you've got bird sounds. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, they, um, they, they take over this ship. And they've got to fly the ship back to the castle so they can you know, finally stop me. So as they're flying this thing, they find out that the force field is still up and around the uh, the, the castle. Mm-hmm. So Voltan is saying, you know, back off. You can't do this. You know, we have to abort and try something else because that laser shield is still up. And Flash's like, nah, I'm, I'm going to go right through it. Because the Earth only has two minutes left, apparently. Because mm-hmm. th- this whole time, there has been some sort of, of time clock that has been ticking down to how long the Earth has left. Which, hello, if you want to create, you know, a climactic scene, you got to have that. You First of all, you got to establish the time clock being there. They mentioned then, it once at the beginning, and it never got spoken of again until just that scene at the end. But this is what I'm saying: you got to show that, and then as everything is going on, as time is ticking down, you got to keep cutting back and forth to that time. Yeah, 
you know, this happens in Back to the Future, this happens in everything that has to do with, like, some type of countdown. That's how you do it. And, you know, it's, it's, it's in there because it works. It's a tried and true device. That's how you create that tension. And this is just, like, they just kind of brought that back up out of nowhere. Like, oh, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, instead they do the complete opposite. <laughs> but, um, anyway, inside the castle, Baron and, and Zarkov are working to get the lightning shield down. And they run into, uh, Aura, who is like, okay, I'm not a whore now. I, oh. I only love you. <laughs> and Baron's yeah. like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. Yeah, just you and nobody else. You lying bitch. Yeah, so then they, they make out some more, and Zarkov is like, um, we have to go now. We have to. Hey, leave. did you also notice that, uh, Zarkov, you know, back to the whole. All this Holocaust stuff that they keep kind of kind of throwing in there did you notice that he has a big star of david on his chest yeah yeah that's and and he is jewish so it's just like i mean really really guys <laughs> well we gotta gotta hammer that home i mean i uh i don't know i mean just this is just just they really, they really, really wanted to drive that point out. I don't know why that is important because it's not, it's, it, it, that had nothing to do with Flash Gordon at all. No, it's got nothing to do with anything. But, you know, they, anyway, they, they get the lightning shield down and Flash comes smashing through just as, as Ming is about to give his vows. And the, like, nose cone of the ship stabs Ming right in the chest. But, again, no blood. Nope, no blood. He actually pulls himself off of the needle <laughs> and starts stalking towards Flash, but then he he dies and turns into mist. And that's pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, um, they, uh, Baron becomes the new king of Mongo, and he's going to marry Aura. Uh, Voltan becomes the new head of security. But, you know, and the Earth is saved, and they've got all of these spaceships. But I love this. At the very end, I love um, this. she's like, uh, Dale says, I want to go home. And Flash is like, or no, what does she say? Because Flash says, um, do you want to stay? And she, and she says, no, I'm a New York kind of gal. Yeah. But then but then either Zarkov or Flash says something else about how they can't get home or they can't leave yet or something. There's something about how they don't know how they're going to get home just yet. They have but to there's spaceships there's, all over the place. Well, number one, they so thought this was going to be a franchise. So they were trying. There was, their, there was a way of setting up a sequel, which thank God didn't happen. Although, you know, there are rumblings of them trying to get this thing off the ground now. They've been saying that yeah. for like the last five years. So I will leave it when I see it, but uh, I think it's a terrible idea, a terrible mistake. But hey, somebody really loves Flash Gordon enough to where they try to do that. But and I'll tell I you digress. who after we finish this little synopsis. Uh, yeah, but the um, but the other thing is, yeah, like you said, there are spaceships. They made it out there in a homemade piece of crap. They can get out of there with the spacecraft they have here. Yeah. And if I you mean, can't fly it, guess what? Someone there knows how to fly it. There's spaceships all over the place. The place is lousy. Hell, or I can show you how to fly it. <sighs> Just take your fingers and move to the left. Nope, 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 nope. 
to the to the right a little bit, right there. No, don't just jam it in there. You gotta move slowly. Yeah. <laughs> just ease it in there. Oh shit! But anyway, you know that's the end of. Well, that's not the end of the movie because the very end of the movie, the Hawkman <laughs> decide to fly in formation, and they they fly up into the air, and then they spell the word thanks, and then they spell the word flash. Yep. And then they fly off. Yeah. And that's the end of Flash Gordon. And why people love this movie, I don't know. Yeah, that was bad. Um, and I really, really wanted to like it back when, uh, it was much, much earlier this year. We kind of got the idea to do, you know, in the summer we wanted to do, a, um, we wanted to do another block. And I think we came up with a couple and we said, hey, wait a minute, you know, we can go totally pulp with this, you know, just throw all pulp. They're like, okay. And you said, and I had, I had an idea for one. He said, no, you know what? We got to do this one. You never seen this? And I was like, no. And you sent me the trailer on YouTube. And I was like, I can't wait to do this one. Yeah. Which the trailer is all just that Flash Gordon song with Queen. Yeah, exactly. Which, which just, just. Which just 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 proves your whole point, you know. You take that theme song out of here, this movie is like a hundred times not as not as enjoyable. No, it's not. It's not. And you were talking about it making a revival. It's um, Todd, not no, not Todd McFarlane, Seth McFarlane uh, wants to redo it, and it's because his movie Ted featured that Flash song a lot and not only that even had Sam Jones in the movie yeah you actually got to hear what Sam Jones sounds like yeah which he doesn't sound, he doesn't sound anything like that young <laughs> that young plucky voice you hear in this movie but yeah you yeah. hear uh, you've got you've got Sam Jones in that one Sam Jones was in the sequel uh, Ted 2 again playing himself you know playing yeah. Sam Jones which is always a good side Flash man. Gordon yeah and I guess through that he has gotten I guess a, a green light to, to try and do Flash now here's the thing um but I, I mean the, the movie regained just to get this point across the movie regained enough popularity because of Ted when Ted came out on DVD in some places it was it, it was sold as a two pack with with uh, Ted and Flash Gordon together. No way. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I, I think it was only at Walmart, but you could buy them, you know, as, as a combo pack. Now, that's that's cool. If you like Ted, I don't. I didn't see it because I hate Seth MacFarlane. Um, but you know, that's cool, especially since, like we said, Flash Gordon pretty much disappears from consciousness. Uh, after this and a couple you know and something else which we'll get into in the next episode um but yeah there was pretty much no more Flash Gordon after that so mm, I, I venture to say like 95% of the people who saw Ted don't know who Flash Gordon is or they, it, or maybe if they do they definitely haven't seen the movie so I thought it was yeah, so that that is cool uh that you know all those references they made in the movie you know they actually gave you the movie right there mm-hmm. with it in that package but um yeah but, but what I was getting at is Seth, Seth MacFarlane does comedy I mean I, 
very horrible comedy in my in my opinion. But what is he going to do with an action movie? He's gonna make it a comedy action movie. I mean, I mean, because honestly, one, the the director of of this Flash, he directed it as uh, action comedy. He wanted it to be campy, like like the the sixty six Batman. Scene. Yeah, except uh, yeah, to, to, but you have to have jokes, and there were none. No, there were no jokes. <laughs> there were no jokes. So where's your comedy? You got that football scene that was hilarious. <laughs> it's more hilarious because of how pathetic and un- 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 unnecessary it was. <laughs> but I mean, just just what a mess. And I mean, again, I really wanted to like it. It's very colorful. It's very you know, it, it catches your eye. It looked campy, looked batshit crazy. It had awesome theme music. I said this is going to be great. And I, it took me, it took me at least four four sittings to actually get through the, through the original viewing and then the second one the second viewing to do my notes I mean I just I, I, I really it really felt like work yeah and then you watched it the third time yeah just you know, because just it had been so up. long yeah. yeah because of uh, you know the way we lost our original cut and then you know the hiatus we took here so I had to watch again you know which you know at that point you know all stuff started coming back so it was just kind of skimming it but this this is this it seems like it has all the makings of just being campy schlocky fun and it's just not fun no it's not it's really bad I mean they really messed up I think this may be the worst of the bunch of what we're going to uh, cover this month well um well uh, we gotta no. we got we gotta tie in coming up so uh, the episode after that uh well, I, I I like the next movie. I haven't seen it since. I, uh, that's a guilty pleasure of mine. I think I have I haven't seen it since I was uh, well, since since, since since back when I saw it in the theater. So yeah, um, it, and I have my reasons. One of, it, it was one of those movies that I when I worked at the video store, I watched it you know, at least once a month, probably just while I was sitting there working. Well, maybe well. Maybe I'll think differently now, knowing what it is. You know, I'll I'll, I'll I'll get into all that stuff when we cover it. So let me just stop talking about that right now. But yeah, yeah. Everyone I saw it, I did not like it. But so we'll see. Yeah, but let's uh, go ahead and, and close this episode out. Yeah. Um, uh, again, if if you want to watch this movie, it is on Hulu. Uh, not anymore. Oh, it's not on Hulu anymore. Uh, it, okay. Well, it's on Hulu as web only. It was uh, okay. So it's Hulu Plus. Yeah. Okay. Well, so yeah. It was, well, the thing now it's not on Hulu Plus. It's like you can't watch it on like any device. It has to. It's web oh, only. You got to watch it on the computer. Yeah. Ah, uh, um, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it is on YouTube also. If yeah. You don't have either one of those. Yeah, and uh, stay tuned for next week when we'll be dropping our point five for the episode. Yeah. Uh, do we want to talk about you? Do yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Let's go ahead. Now, now this is on Hulu. We are doing the same thing we did last year where we're finding a, a property that ties into the movie yeah and uh, the only one that well it's not the only one that there's an animated show from like the 70s yeah which we are going to cover which we're not going to cover we are going to instead cover the cartoon from the 80s which was very pulpy mm-hmm. but then turned into you know 80s nonsense and that is defenders of the earth yes 
which uh, again it is on Hulu so go and check it out at least check out the intro um, which you can even find just the intro on on YouTube uh-huh. but uh, yeah go watch that and we will be talking about the cartoon adventures of, of Flash Gordon and some other characters yes so uh, of course you can always find us at nojibajabafm.com mm-hmm. uh, we are on twitter at deathcakespod we are on instagram at nojibajabafm yep of course you know us uh individually on twitter also you know i uh, you're at uh jayru78 j-a-y-r-u-78 i am at ilrockski and uh yeah for i guess for any new listeners who come along by the way you know we we neglect to do this because you know we have kind of a listener base but you know obviously that's jay over there yeah hi john <laughs> <laughs> yeah um we we also have um facebook facebook.com backslash no jibba jabba fm yes we do have a couple youtube videos out there if you want to check out our youtube channel yep just so, uh, some more stuff coming down the pipe there too um i got a project that i'm putting together uh no word on when I'm going to do that yet, but, um, you know, just get some stuff in order. Yeah, and I do unboxing videos for Loot Crate. Yeah, yeah, there. a couple of those. Um, I didn't do one for last month just because I wasn't a fan of the box, so, other than the, the Optimus Prime t-shirt and kind of stuff, so I did film it, but after looking at it, I was like, this kind of sucks, so I didn't yeah. even post it. But, um, we're also on Instagram, like I said. Uh, find us on YouTube, or not YouTube. Find us on iTunes. Yes. And on Stitcher. Yep. And don't forget to check out some of the other shows on our network, um, like our, our flagship show, ourselves, Death Cakes Pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Excuse me, Death Cakes Podcast. Um, we also have I Made It a Fool, which um, in our most recent episode, we interviewed. Uh, Aaron Kassoon from uh, Trigger from Trigger King, you know, very really awesome controller mods for your uh, PlayStation Three and soon to be PlayStation Four and Xbox One attachments, as well as some other uh, nice gear he has over there on CheaterGear.com and uh, Keepers of the Funk, which is our hip hop show. You know, um, some format changes we had here. You know, you got to see some, uh, you know, some more guests, some lineup. Uh, kind of a shifting lineup depending on who's available on the day as well as uh, more music you know the straight musical episodes so uh stay tuned for that and um speaking of uh hip-hop music um our last uh special edition which is on the death cakes feed jay yeah where i actually interviewed uh rising nerdcore well not even i mean he is nerdcore but he's you know I think he crosses more genres than that at this point. I, you know, I, yeah, at, at, at this point, he, he is a rising star in the indie hip hop community. Yeah, I interviewed uh, Mega Ran uh, on our last special edition, and we just talked music for what forty five minutes. Yeah, something like that. You know, yeah. as well as uh, played some of his joints in there too. You know, yeah. So definitely go check out that interview. Um, we've got a lot more interviews coming down the line as we oh, get things together. Yeah. Yeah, we got some really good stuff. Yeah, you know, going on through, you know, on through the the, uh, the fall. And we got some really cool stuff coming coming down the line. Yeah. Now. Yeah, we've got. Nah, I, I won't tease it. 
let's just nah. say we. Well, no, I, I won't tease it. I, I won't tease it. Cause, <laughs> you know, we have to see how schedules are and if we can actually get some of these people. So I won't even tease it. Yep. But uh, yeah, go and watch the pilot episode of Defenders of the Earth. And until next time, folks. See ya. At the count of three, I want y'all to tell me the name of my DJ. One, two, three. Yo, I gotta hear that one more time, man. One, two, three. Yeah, boy. For all those that didn't understand, Terminator X. Wait.